Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, guys. We are so excited to be back. We are doing episode 190, how to drastically change or increase your mediumship skills skills. without it taking forever. And that's that's the the trick. That's the trick there, right? Mm -hmm. And we want to talk about this because this is a common question that comes up for, you know, students and masterminders and all different people that we work with over the years. And we've also experienced this when we've been working with mediumship too. Both of us have been working with mediumship and it's been an interesting journey. And we want to share with you what's worked for us. And then also what's worked for for even my mentorship students too in mediumship. Yeah. Because there is a problem that we hear that people plateau. They plateau with their mediumship skills. They don't know why they might be doing their readings every single week. And studying books, maybe they're in e-courses and they're studying them and they're doing the readings every week, but they can't seem to break through to that next level of confidence is what the words they say a lot is. I want to feel more confident in my mediumship. I want to get to that next level in my mediumship. Yeah. And the number one thing that needs to be done, first of all, is practice. Like there can't be like a start and stop to the practice, but really mainly it's full immersion. And we're going to talk about the power of full immersion and the importance of creating a safe space for you to practice, not just once a month, not just, um, you know, once every six months, it's in tight, tight settings where you're practicing. Yeah, exactly. It's like your mediumship mastery circle. It's a group of people that are coming together every single month to develop their mediumship skills, right? Right. And they have different opportunities to do that on a monthly basis. Because it's like you said, that's a pattern we see a lot. People will go, 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 go. And then all of a sudden they'll stop for six months or they'll stop for months. Right. And they're not consistent. And that's the thing that stops it too is when you don't have that consistency in what you're doing, you're not really taking advantage of the compound effect, right? The bamboo tree effect, right? You, You plant the seed in the ground, It takes five years for the bamboo tree to break through the ground. And then in 90 days, it grows, or no, in six weeks, it grows 90 feet high, right? But it took five years to get to that point. Yeah. And the the added thing that I want to mention too with the Mediumship Mastery Circle, the membership for mediums, was that I created a space where they would practice each month, but there's between things that are being done before the next month of practice. So it's not just about practicing mediumship. It's about literally the mindset around this whole process, because that's a key piece too in full immersion. You can't just jump in and practice. You're going to have stuff that comes up in your mind. And that's why the like-minded people to practice together is so important. And also kind of mastering that sense of like awareness of where am I at emotionally too. Right. And that's where the audio breakthroughs come in with the the membership group is you know, they listen to the, the, the audio breaks through breakthrough. It could be on perfectionism. That's a common one with mediums. Um, so many different things that could come up. Well, and you have other experts come in, right? On nutritionists and I come in as a coach yes. and that's what it is. It's the full person. We forget that we're human beings too, right? We think that we're just mediums sometimes. And if we just focus on 
studying our mediumship skills and practicing that, yeah, we'll just get better. No, we can't forget the 80%. And this goes with any industry, right? You could be very skilled mechanic. You could be a very skilled actor, actress. You could be a very skilled entrepreneur. But if you forget the person, the human being, and you're not doing the inner work, you're not getting the coaching or doing whatever you need to do to dive deep into your soul and figure out what are the blocks that are inside of me, right? What are, what's my dark side? What is the thing that I'm scared to look at within myself? You must look at that and you must work through it on a continuous basis. And it's, you never reach a mountaintop here, right? It's like, we'll be doing this the rest of our lives. And I think that that's a piece, a missing piece that people miss sometimes. Definitely. And just kind of speaking to people that are mediums and then other people that are trying to develop it to connect in with their own past loved ones. For me, mediumship is just connecting to the other side. It's not saying that you have to work full-time in mediumship because most of our students, most of our members, masterminders and students that we work with are mediums. They're working mediums that paid for this work. Maybe they're a coach, but they add mediumship into it or they're a Reiki healer and they add mediumship into it, or they're just psychic mediums doing readings. But I also want you to think about this when it comes to if you're someone that does have a past loved one that you want to connect in with, you are going to need some sort of full immersion. You can't just dabble in it here and there and expect to get quicker results. And I think the big thing is, is there's always talk about, well, you have to study and sit in meditation you know, for a mediumship to master it. But for me, my philosophy is I believe that meditation definitely helps definitely with mediumship, but I believe in any situation, if you're put in something and it's a, you know, a concise group that's intentional, that is driven to, to put you in a workshop, it could be a workshop on like tennis and you're there for eight hours a day, you're going to be a better tennis player even if you've never done tennis, but if you're surrounded with people that are doing it, they're getting success and you have the right techniques, you can master techniques in a short amount of time if you're with the right group. Yeah, definitely. The universe loves speed. That's what it is. Never forget that the universe loves speed. So the faster we can do things, the universe loves it. And the compound effects happen at a much more rapid pace and it increases. It reminds me of your retreat. So go into your retreat. So my first year going to the retreat and attending it, even though I was leading it and even though I may have did half of the mediumship practices, I don't know if I did all of them. I left there a better medium. Like I left there when like, it was amazing how open I was and how like my energy felt and my connection to the other side was just so clear um, that following week and it kept on right. The buzz lasted for maybe a week and I was very open, Yeah. but it's still till the, till this day has impacted me in a way that I don't believe if I, if I would have studied something for a year, like read books and went and tried to practice on my own and, and did it, it wouldn't have had the same impact as it did coming together with, it was about 12 other powerful mediums that had great energy that just, I got to take advantage of because it's the mastermind effect. It's the people you're with. That's what it is too. How, what, what kind of quality are the people that you're connecting with? And at the retreats, they are valuable, like sharp individuals, like great mediums. And when you come together with a group of people with, like you said, with that same intention, Mm -hmm. that same energy, 
you start to get that other mind that starts to come in and it starts to pour into every single soul that is there. It's uh, what's, what's, what is that? A rising tide raises all boats or something Mm -hmm. like that. That's how I felt. Like I literally felt like I was getting the benefits of all of the years of practice that everybody that was there that they put until that day I was able to reap the rewards from it because I was there in that space yes. with that intention with the mastermind attendance. Yeah, no, that's a really good way of putting it. And I think the big fear that people get is like, oh, what if I show up at the retreat? I'm not at the same level as everyone. Well, I wasn't. <laughs> well, what happens? <laughs> what happens is, is once you do get together, like you're sharing, every single piece of of uh, of a, the soul that's there is going to come into this awareness, and it's almost like going to meld together. Um, so we have counselors there. We had, um, you know, corporate leaders there. We've had anyone that you could think of, any job that you could think of, they were there, plus their mediumship skills. So you're not only sitting in a space with other people's auras and backgrounds and, and their connections and their experiences, you're also practicing with them and then recognizing that, oh, wow, we are going through the same thing. So whether you do a retreat or you do you know, an intense workshop, you, the importance of full immersion, I can't even put into words what can happen. And I'm thinking of what Tony Robbins shared that story about how he really wanted to learn. Um, oh gosh, what's the horse thing you get on the polo, horse? Polo. polo. He yeah. wanted to learn polo. He knew the benefits of having full immersion and he reached out to someone. Somehow he connected with someone that was like the top polo player he said, I want to learn. And, and they both had busy schedules. And when they were doing this, they decided on a date. They set up the date and he practiced. I don't know if it was 4 a.m. in the morning that they could both meet. Yeah, it was very early. And they, it, didn't, they didn't practice long. I think he did this within like a four-week span, six weeks. It was he, a short amount of time. He did total immersion, but he was with the right people. He seeked out the top people in that field, people he felt comfortable with too, right? It was a safe space. And that's what it is, is like you speed up your skill level. You speed up your development when you join with other people that are moving in the direction that you want to move. Like it sounds so simple and clear, but think about it. Are you applying it? Are you applying this concept we're talking about? Think about your, your past year of your life. How many times did you connect with people that had the same intention, the same energy, and then wanted to acquire the same skills that... Uh, you wanted to acquire. How many times have you done that? Because this is something that we hear a lot, right? You got head knowledge, something you know intellectually, and then you got wisdom, the things that you're applying consistently. So keep that in mind always, just because you might've heard this before, it doesn't mean that you're actually applying it in your life. Like you have to ask yourself the question, am I applying this in my life? And if you think back in your life, the times that you transform the most with whatever skill that is, it could have been a sport, it could have been uh, a musical instrument. Think about why did you transform? Were you teamed up? Like if I go back in sports with basketball, I transformed the most whenever I was going and playing AAU, when I was going on the select teams, when I was going around people playing that were actually better than I was. And it was very uncomfortable, but it made me such a better basketball player and being around the right coaches too back then in those environments, right? I could play every single day in my, in my driveway or at a park myself. You're not gonna get the same effect as what you would if you team up with people with the same intention, 
uh, same skill level or higher that is going the places that you want to go. Yeah. I keep thinking of Tom Brady because I know that's like the topic of him retiring. And I'm thinking of how many people would love to just sit and watch him practice and practice with him and what he could teach you in like that short amount of time of all the the years and the 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 Super Bowls that he won. He has a lot more to teach someone that's that's just dabbled in football. So you want to really connect with people that you know has have received, you know, success or received, um, information. And I feel like that's so powerful when it comes to full immersion, you want to make sure you're doing that. The one thing that I recognize with my courses, remember that time we were riding bikes and we're just riding bikes around and Tony had said, well, why don't you just create a membership group for your students? Cause I, we would do courses for my mediumship and they're like oh what do I do next I don't want this mentorship to end I feel like I still want to practice and I would tell my groups guys get in groups like go on zoom or at the time I think I said skype because I don't know if we had zoom at the beginning um get in groups and set up practices with each other and and make sure you don't just stop after this course and I remember I was talking to Tony it could have been like a year or two before I actually did the membership and you said why don't you do a membership? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not really fully sure if this is the right time. I don't know how I feel about that. And then we went on a bike ride and Tony mentioned it again. And I'm like, you know what? It is the right time. And I was so happy that I did it. I said to the my members, I said, I'm putting this out there. I'm going to do a membership. We're going to start off, I think I said six months or a year. And I don't know if I'll renew it again, if, if we'll do it again, but we're going to practice with it. And it was, it's been the best thing that I could do because I, I have my little family of everyone getting together to practice. We, we randomly will have bonus guest teachers like Tony's been on there. Um, there's all different things that we've had and just hearing other people's experiences before they go on stage to do an event or, you know, they're struggling, they're, they're hitting a plateau, them coming back to practice and getting that burst of energy in their mediumship, just knowing that I have a support system. I'm not alone through this. Or somebody comes back and they're like, I had this problem with a client and then exactly. five other people are like, I had that same thing happen, yes. right? Rather last week or in the past. And that's full immersion. You're putting yourself, you're not stopping, you're continuing it. Because think about it, if you don't have that support system and then you have a problem with the client, sometimes you'll let that linger for six months. That problem's going in circles circles it just keeps going mm -hmm. but if you have a support system you go back you share that problem and they're like oh i had that too boom the problem's neutralized because you realize we're all so similar right we all like whatever you're experiencing in your mediumship most likely everybody else is or has in the past experienced the same thing so that's the value of it too that's yeah. the power is realizing that you're not so different right and if someone else struggled with that same problem and they solved it, well, they can tell you how they solved it and then give you some insight on how you could solve that problem as well. And it yeah, speeds up the process. And that's just practically what we're talking about. But there's a deeper energy that's going on here too. Like going back to the Tom Brady, yeah, he could teach you all of the skills of what to do and to go here, but I believe the most value you would get or going to your mediumship mastery circle would be in, being around your energy, right? Because that energy is transmuting into you. Yeah. So whoever you're around, they say that you become who you surround yourself with. It's very true. Like 
whoever you surround yourself with, that energy is going into you. It's pouring into you. It's meshing into you. So if you don't want that to happen, then, you know, with certain people, you don't hang out with them. But if you want to speed up your mediumship and you would join mediumship mastery circle, if you want to be a better quarterback, obviously you're going to seek out Tom Brady or somebody else of that caliber. Yeah. Thinking about it, it's like you have to think, okay, what if I know this, am I, even if you know it, are you actually taking a step to further whatever it is that you're doing? So if you're someone that deals with like angel cards, have you seeked out someone that is in tuned with the angels and does angel card readings? You want to make sure that you're doing this. Doing one class, like a month long class and, and stopping there. It's not, not going to do this anything. Lifelong. It, it will be like a burst of energy for those four weeks, but it's important to continue with it. But I will say, I've had some people say to me, well, what's going to happen in three days at the retreat? Like how much can really happen? And I'm like, no, a lot can happen, but you have to experience it for yourself. Because I'm thinking of the retreat. I can't speak on other people's stuff that they have. But when it came to creating the content for this retreat and how we've got together like really intentional with the schedule and really intentional with what's surrounding it, that safe space, there's magic that's taken place with it. There's an, it's in an organism by itself. So each person that comes in now we're at the, is it the sixth year? Yes. Uh, sixth year of the retreat. Six years, six, the sixth year, that means that there's five years beforehand energy has built up to that level. We've repeated the same thing over and over again and improved it and, it, it and improved it and like, you know, tweaked things when, when things needed to be tweaked and, um, it's built, it's, it's a life of its own. So you really want to think about that when you're, when you're getting involved with things, does it feel right to me? And I think that's a big thing because on paper it can look good. You know, some people, it, not everything is for everyone. That's I believe that. No, it's not. And you'll you know in your heart and your soul that it must feel safe. Like in order for transformation to happen, yeah. Like you you have to have safety. And that's the number one thing. So you must be pulled to going somewhere to join the mastermind or join that class or the retreat because that is I believe the pillar, the foundation. And from that safety then you can Allow yourself to come out. Allow whatever needs to come out to come out and you feel safe to do that. You're not overthinking it. You're not like, oh, let me say this. Let me not say that. Right? Everything emerges. It's like a flower just blooming. And I feel like that's what happens at the end of the retreat. I feel like this flower, I feel like, like I'm a sunflower that bloomed. <laughs> and it's all because of the soil that was planted, the nutrients that were put in there, right? The pieces, each little piece of the retreat. I've watched you do it in detail. I've helped you. So where yeah. we, we put this book here, we put, you know, Natalia comes in and puts certain foods in a certain way, yeah. makes specific foods for certain times because she knows, oh, Lindsay and them just did group readings. So now I'm going to have this cacao shake to balance them out, right? To ground them. Like it's all strategic. And when yeah. you have something that's powerful like that, you can imagine that the best flowers grow from that soil. It's true. And there's a lot of behind the scenes things in everything that you're doing. If you're taking a class, sometimes just showing up as a student, you don't really know what's happening behind the scenes, but there have been nonstop meetings to make sure that it's tweaked to be a certain way, just down to the food too. Natalia, me and Natalia will get together and we'll talk about, okay, we're going to do this during this time. It's true. 
It's all about the energy. And I feel like that's so important when it comes to full immersion and mastering a skill. You, it, mastering a skill is not being done with the skill. It's continuing with the skill. So if you want to get great at something quickly, you need to put in a crunched amount of time in a space where you're in an environment where most likely, I would say, I feel like when I'm in a, a setting, it could be like a five-day workshop. It's like, I remember taking um, mentorship with Mavis. We would be in there at 9 a.m. in the morning, depending on the day, it could get out at 6 p.m. or whatever it is, and we're all together. In the outside world, we would see them in the hotel. Like we would see people pass by, but it was like we were in our own little bubble. We created an organism, a family, just together. And I think about those times and how special it was and how fast we could learn in that short amount of time. So I feel like that's so important when you're in a sacred space. You want it to be sacred. You want it to be, um, like you said, safe. So it's just fine-tuning everything, choosing what feels right with your heart, and really buckling down and putting yourself in that space. And really hold yourself accountable right now. Think about it again. Think about your last year of your life. How many times have you done total immersion events, right, with your mediumship or with whatever skill you're trying to increase? How many times did you join a mastermind or you join a five-day workshop or a three-day retreat or whatever it is, right? How many times have you done in the last two years? Are you applying this? Is this something that you know intellectually, but you're not fucking applying it, right? And that's the problem is we read so many books, we hear so many things, and when we hear something like, oh, I already know that. But do you? You only know it if you're applying it. And I only say that because I say it to myself every day. Wait, what are you applying, Tony? You know all of these things, but what are you applying? And it, you have to eat the truth sometimes. It hurts. It, it's painful to acknowledge that, whoa, I haven't really been applying this. I've been applying that, but wow, I need to step this up right here. Yeah. And it's blind spots because we get lost in our brain because that's, you know, we're teachers. So we see what they do. They cram information into people's head and they're like, all right, if you get the answer right, you got it. You know it. That's not how it works in the real world. How it works in the real world is you take it and you know it in your brain and you, sometimes we think we know it because we were programmed that way, but no, you put it into your body, you embody it into your soul as you apply it over and over and over again. So think about that. Are you applying this concept in the past and then in the future, what are you going to do to apply this, right? Take an action from this. Don't just listen to this podcast and be like, all right, that sounded cool. Awesome. No, take some kind of action. What action step are you going to take? There's all kinds of free masterminds or total immersions that you could join online, right? Go join something. If money is a problem, you, that's not an excuse. There's free ones, right? So what are you going to do in the next three months, in the next six months to apply what we've been talking about on this podcast? Yeah. Episode. <laughs> and I want to add something to what you just shared because I'm thinking of, you know, if you wanted inner peace, you really want to inner peace and you went full immersion, you went into a cave, you meditated, you were doing that by yourself. When you leave the cave, that is really the test on that inner peace because you can do all the work by yourself or, or put yourself in full immersion, but it's when you leave that you're tested. So you can, you can stay safe and kind of keep yourself in a bubble, but then it's when you leave and put it to, to use, that's the big thing. So it's a process and there's phases to it. But like Tony said, you have to take some sort of action 
and you'll know in your heart where you need to go. There's tons of YouTube videos out there. There's tons of courses. There's tons of retreats. There's tons of masterminds. It's a matter of choosing and saying, this is for me. This is what I'm going to do to make it happen. And it's an investment, right? You're looking at this yeah. like it's an investment in yourself, in your business. It's not like, oh, that retreat or that thing costs this much money. Like, no, you, if you treat it right, you're going to get a thousand times that back. That's how these yeah. things work. If you really go in total immersion and you play full out, you, you put everything on the line. Like Lindsay said, it's so easy for us to go in a cave and meditate and get peaceful, you know, and avoid the outside world. But as soon as we get to the outside world and someone presses our button, boom, right? What are you going to do then? What are you going to do then? And that's the test. I think that's the test of this is building your skills up and then going out in the world. Don't be scared to get your buttons pressed because when people press your buttons, it's showing you where your buttons are. That's value. That's so much value because I feel like a lot of us, we try to hide away, right? We tried to cultivate this peaceful little world, but we know that outside of that bubble is where we're supposed to be in the trenches. But we, we want to cultivate this spiritual energy and just be peace and love and mm -hmm. all that. That's great, right? That's great to do. But if you're not testing yourself, like, like me playing yeah. basketball, you know, a lot of times I would go play and shoot around by myself for 30 minutes, before, you know, warm up before I go lift weights. And for a couple of years, I avoided playing, you know, five on five, three on three. And then recently I start to jump back into it. And as I'm playing five on five basketball, I'm able to go into a deeper place inside of myself because I got these outside pressures pushing on me. You know, my buttons getting pressed and I can't be reactive on the court or else I'm not going to play well. So I got to go to a deeper place and a deeper place. And that's what this does, right? Is as you practice these skills and you go out and put it into the world and your buttons get pressed from the outside world, you're able to go to a deeper place. So that way you can heal that button and go to a space that you could actually handle more and more and more. Yeah, totally. So we want you to share with us in the comments, what insights did you receive from this episode? Or, and <laughs> I think it's down. Or down. Um, what, Actually, I don't know. Now, now I'm confused. No. I get it. it um, and also write down what action steps you want to take or you're going to take, you're committing to take, to take whatever skill, if it's mediumship, intuitive um, guidance, psychic stuff, whatever it may be, share with us what skill do you want to work on and what are you going to do to get there? Okay. We hope you enjoy this episode and we can't wait to see you next time. Bye guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes and remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.